Hello, welcome back to the Magic Woods Podcast. This story is called The Bobcat's Tale, Such As It Is. So the wild bobcat pounced on Murr, and Kitty and Bunny went, No! And to their surprise, the beast froze when it heard their voices, and then it cocked its head quizzically, and then it immediately stepped back and took its paws off Murr. And Kitty and Bunny ran to Murr's side. She was kind of squished into the dead leaves. And Bunny said, are you okay? Murr went, oh, yeah. He just squished me a little. Doggy and the others came running over when they heard all the commotion. And they stopped short at the sight of the mighty bobcat. And the bobcat looked at Murr and said, I'm terribly sorry. I had no idea you were a talker. Bunny said, uh, we're all talkers. Whisker said, well, except for Chippy. And Chippy went, meow. The bobcat nodded his head at Murr. Again, my apologies. I thought you were a particularly stunted species of vole. Murr went, uh, thanks. The bobcat looked closely at the group and said, you are all quite tiny, come to think of it. And Pinky said, well, we're normal size for talking animals from our world. The bobcat said, your world? Whatever do you mean? Bunny said, oh, we came here from another world. Doggy said, yeah, and then Kitty made this world. (laughs) The bobcat raised his eyebrows, amused. Oh, really? Kitty said, yep. And when exactly did you make the world? Kitty said, uh, meow, meow, I think it was the day before yesterday. (laughs) The bobcat shook his head dismissively. The world is a lot older than that. Kitty said, but I made it. I said the word and made this world. The bobcat looked at her crossly. Oh, really? Did you raise the impassable mountains that touch the sky? Did you carve the peppermint backwash out of the living rock? Did you call Alohar the pale goddess into being? Whisker sneered at Kitty. Yeah, Kitty, did you do any of those things? Kitty said, no, meow, me not exactly, but I still made this world. The bobcat turned away, as if bored. He stared into the darkening forest and sniffed at the wind. And Bunny called to him and said, um, are, are there other talking animals in this world? The bobcat was silent for such a long time that Bunny wondered if he had heard her. Then he said, there are a few Oh, and what's your name? The bobcat turned to look at her. Name? I have no need for a name. Doggy said, well, what do you call this world? It is simply the world. It needs no name other than that. Whisker approached the bobcat timidly, holding out the blue bottle. Ah, can you read these symbols on this bottle? The bobcat's nostrils flared when it saw the bottle. Its whole body tensed. What is in there? Whisker said, I don't know. That must be something from the time before, made by the first ones, said the bobcat stiffly. Ooh, said Bunny, the first ones? Who are they, and where are they now? The bobcat sighed. Only the rocks remember the first ones now. They were gone from this land before even the mightiest trees now living began to grow. Darn, said Pinky. We're looking for a place to live. And if the first ones made bottles, they probably had houses. 
Doggy said, and food. Nurse said, and bugs. Bunny said, and art supplies. You will find none of those things here, sniffed the bobcat. But there were cities to the north of here once upon a time. Perhaps tame animals such as yourselves will find what you're looking for there. (gasps) Bunny's eyes sparkled. Thank you. Yes, yes, we should try to find those cities. Mur said, well, we're heading north anyways. It looks like the road is heading that way. The bobcat yawned. As for me, I must continue my hunt before the light fails completely. He nodded at Mur. My apologies, little one, for nearly eating you. Mur said, that's okay. <laughs> at least you noticed me. The bobcat turned to go, then paused to say one more thing. If you really are from another world, unlikely as that seems, then I should give you a word of warning. The springs in this region tend to be dangerous. The brooks and streams are fine to drink from, but the natural springs... Thank you for the warning, said Bunny. The bobcat turned without another word and loped into the forest, as swift and silent as the wind. That bobcat was so cool, said Whisker. Yeah, said Doggy, so wild. Mer said, so strong. Bunny said, yeah, very majestic. Kitty said, oh, whatever. He barely even has a tail. Bunny turned to the others and said, so what do you all think? Should we head north tomorrow and try to find those cities? Yes, said everyone, except for Kitty. Kitty said, no, I think we should leave the road for a while and head east or west into the unknown. Pinky said, but cities, if they're still there, they might have food and stuff. Whisker said, let's vote. Everyone who wants to go to the cities and live splendid, full lives with plenty to eat, come stand by Bunny. And everyone who wants to keep aimlessly wandering the wilderness like hungry vagabonds, go stand by Kitty. Everyone went to Bunny's side. Kitty dropped her head, dejected. But then Chippy ran over to her and said, Kitty said, "Mm -hmm, thanks, little guy, but you don't have to make me feel better. Vote for whoever you want to go. Said Chippy sadly, and then he walked slowly back to Bunny and the others. Whisker said, that's it then. We're going north to find the lost cities. Kitty said, okay, meow me, fine. As they walked back to the hollow tree trunk to settle in for the night, Kitty thought, what good is being the creator of a world if nobody listens to you? Well, that's the end of the story. The Bobcat's Tale, such as it is. Goodbye. Goodbye.